0: Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 497, features a fun night out and an interview with the incredible feature dancer Bambi Wild from Rick's Cabaret.
1: Warning this show is only for adults who like sex. sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle?
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 497 of *Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and I am flying solo for this episode because I wanted it to be an intimate episode between Pervert Nation and... And myself when it comes to my night out at Rick's Cabaret in downtown Pittsburgh and my interview with the beautiful and your money worthy Bambi Wild from Rick's Cabaret. I hope that this show finds everybody doing well Taking care of themselves, living the best life they possibly can, and getting out there and enjoying featured dancers and people in the adult community and doing everything you can to support these amazing people that make you happy and take your mind off the craziness of this world. So, with my night out when it comes to going to Rick's Cabaret to do the interview, a little behind the scenes of how I operate my interviews. I get to the club a little bit early and I set up all my equipment. And because I've gotten to know so many of the people that work at the club, I always kind of make my rounds, say hello to all the people and just kind of touch base with them. And they're just some amazing people they're some of the nicest people that you could possibly meet when you go to a club anywhere and it is always a delight just to have a quick laugh and a quick hug and a quick hello and a quick handshake when it comes to meeting everybody and once bambi is there for me to interview i always like to let them know how the interview is going to unfold so what I tell just about everybody that I interview, be it at a club or online, is that I'm going to read them a short intro and then we will go into the interview. I don't ask personal questions, but if I happen to ask something that they don't want to answer, just say, hey, I don't want to answer that and I'll cut it out. If at any point you have questions, either for me in the flow of conversation or if you're like, "Ooh, wait a minute, time out! I just realized I have a question. Feel free to do so, and at the end of the conversation, we will just kind of touch base and make sure you are happy with how it went. And I think this should be fairly standard for most people that do interviews. I don't believe it is, but it's how I choose to conduct it. And we had a fantastic conversation. She is absolutely amazing. You are going to hear her accent as she is from New Zealand, and it is just overwhelming she is so beautiful but then you hear this accent and it takes it to a completely different place it just kind of makes me giggle I love hearing her talk so we have this wonderful conversation make sure everything's cool and I say that I will see her at the stage for her feature show but I usually have some time to kill before that So I put my recording equipment away and I go to the third floor sports bar. I'll have a drink and hang out there and talk to some of the people and just have a really good time. And I make my way to the stage this evening to get ready for her show. And I find a single seat between a gentleman on my right and a gentleman on my left. The gentleman on my right, very quiet, kept to himself. Which is fine, but he really wasn't tipping, which I think if you're going to sit at the stage, I would tip, but that's just me. The gentleman to my left had been at Rick's before, but he was not from the area. So he was asking me questions because it was obvious that a lot of the dancers knew me and the staff knew me. So I was kind of giving him the lay of the land when it comes to the clubs in Pittsburgh and the laws in Pittsburgh because... Rick's Cabaret is the only nude, full nude club in Pittsburgh. And we talked and just had actually a really, really good time. But what kind of took it to another level is the couple that was sitting to his left, a very lovely young lady and her significant other, I believe it was her husband. Both of them were rather inebriated, but they were a good inebriated. They weren't crazy. They weren't the angry They were just fun. Well, at least she was, because he was actually asleep at the stage. Can you imagine falling asleep, surrounded by naked women, surrounded by beautiful people, completely encapsulated by loud club music and lights, and falling asleep in your chair at the stage? Like, that absolutely blows me away. I can't imagine doing that. Now, his wife was... Super fun and very animated. And when it comes to women at clubs, if they're at the stage, they kind of fall into a couple different categories. You either have the ones that sit there and they're kind of shy, a little bit reserved. They want to interact, but they may not feel completely comfortable doing so. You have the ones that are there to get a little bit of attention. So when the dancer tells them to stand up and gives them a hug or whatever the situation may be, they're uh, very receptive to it. And you also have another category, which this woman falls into, of the telling the patrons to give the women all of your money because she is so excited and she wants to see everybody as excited as she is and giving as much money as she was, which was a good amount of money. I was keeping pace, but it was a pretty good amount of money. So sit there for a couple of dancers and then Bambi Wild is getting ready to do her feature show And to see the look on this woman's face when she comes out in this glow-in-the-dark fairy princess outfit, she was on another planet. It was so much fun to watch. And the gentleman sitting to my left, the friendlier one, was sitting there. But you could tell he really didn't know etiquette yet. It was only his second time at that club. And every club has a different layout and a different setup. So what I would do is I wanted him to have fun, interact with the feature, so I would put money in front of him, which that is something Dick Dangle likes to do. It is not a power move. It is not an alpha move. It is truly just me wanting you to have the best time you can by putting money in front of you and having the dancer or feature interact with you. So she puts on a fantastic show, and the woman was just losing her absolute mind. At one point, she had to, of course, step away from the seat to get a beer. She couldn't have been gone 15 seconds. I have never been served that quick in any club or restaurant in my life. I don't know how she did. I don't know if she just took somebody's beer from the bar and just put a 5 on it and walked away. I have no idea. So, one of Bambi Wilde's interactive events that she does with the crowd and I see a lot of featured dancers and a lot of featured performers do this is they will get a drink glass And you have to roll up a dollar and try to throw it in the glass like you're shooting basketball. And if you get it in, you can win something. Well, Dick Dangle, he is a seasoned veteran at this game. So I throw one, and actually somebody else's dollar hits mine and and knocks it out of the way. The second one, swish, right in. No big deal. And she was handing out 8 by 10s so I grabbed one. And the guy to my left was like, oh, he's like, I'm out of singles and I want one. I said, OK, hold on. And I throw another rolled up dollar, put it right in the glass. And she looked at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I said, it's for him. And she was like, oh, OK. And uh, he picked out a picture that he wanted. And he was like, dude, thanks so much. I'm like, ah, it's if you only knew who I was, but you really don't. So it was just a fun night at the stage When features who sign afterwards want to meet the crowd, they go to the second floor and there's a little area there. One of the things that you cannot do when you go to clubs is take photos, take videos, do anything live to social media. Of course, it is a breach of privacy being in a business like that. While Dick Dangle took it one step further, I forgot my phone at home. I put it on the charger as I was getting ready uh, for the evening, and I left it on the charger. So I go to the club without being able to take a picture with the feature. So afterwards, I explained to her, like, I want to get a picture with you so I can post it on social media. But I forgot my phone. She said, I will take the picture. Oh, that is fantastic. I'll send it to you. Great. So she takes one picture, and it is super blurry. And she takes another picture, and for some reason, the flash wasn't working, and it was super dark. It took us so many tries to finally get a good picture of the two of us in proper lighting. But the picture came out fantastic, and I was thrilled to be able to have that little memory and moment with her. But it was a fantastic night all around, and I highly recommend going to see her, at a club near you, go to see features. Go to see featured dancers because they do a lot of different things that the more adult performer features do on stage. They do a lot of costumes. They do firework. They do ring and rope and silk work. It's absolutely amazing. I really, really enjoy it. And I think you would too. So save up a couple of shekels go to a club near you, tell them Dick Dangle set you, and just have some fun and a good night out, blow off some steam, and just be able to take a deep breath and be in a community of people that are just like you and enjoy what you do and have some fun with it. So because my interview with Bambi Waddle is a little bit longer than my normal club interviews. I try to keep my club interviews somewhere between 25 and 35 minutes at the very longest. Ours is a little bit longer, so thank you very much to her for her time for that. I am going to step away from the microphone. You are going to hear a commercial for Rick's Cabaret, and you're going to hear some of the upcoming featured dancers that are going to be in town in Pittsburgh doing their thing. And it is a phenomenal lineup. You are definitely going to want to hear that. And then after that, you hear my interview with Bambi wild. You really can't beat it for the price, which is free. Can't beat that. So with that being said, thank you to Rick's cabaret and Bambi wild for their time and an amazing evening. And thank you out there. Pervert nation for listening to this show. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators and adult performers and feature dancers like Bambi Wild and all of the amazing people you have heard on this show over the years. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. Go to a club for a night and have a good time because you deserve it. And, of course, dangle on.
1: Mm, Don't worry. Dick will be coming back.
0: The temperature may be dropping, so make sure you take a trip to a place that always brings the heat rick's cabaret pittsburgh's premier gentleman's club destination is located at ninth and liberty in the heart of downtown pittsburgh rick's has five floors of entertainment for everyone to enjoy so the party never ends at rick's cabaret rick's cabaret also delivers the best adult entertainers and award-winning feature performers to the stage so check out rick's online to see who's coming to town Upcoming feature performers include Stunning adult model and triple X performer Christina Sin, October 27th and 28th. Multi-award winning feature performer Hala Faye, November 3rd and 4th. Beautiful triple X performer Jennifer White, November 10th and 11th. Triple X star and adult model Havana Blue, December 1st and 2nd triple x elite performer and fan favorite kenna james december 7th 8th and 9th with a special triple xmas party show on december 7th and the exquisite feature performer justice december 22nd and 23rd all features and dates subject to change Check out everything Ricks has to offer and follow them on Facebook at Ricks Pittsburgh and Instagram at Ricks Cabaret PGH. And don't forget to check out their online shop as well. Sooner or later, everyone ends up at Ricks Cabaret.
2: Hello, this is Kenna James. And when I'm not Netflixing and chilling at home... I'm on Danglin' After Dark.
1: Mm, He's recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the pervert nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle.
0: Welcome back to Danglin' After Dark with Dick Dangle dangle. I am here at the award winning Rick's cabaret in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh. And it may be the time of year when things get colder, but my next guest most certainly brings the heat. This new Zealand born model, competitive dancer and former playmate has graced the stage while compiling a list of award wins, including miss nude world, 2020 best dancer, 2022 for EDI West and audience favor, 2000. 2019 for edi east among several others she's also on many print publications including bad magazine exotic dancer magazine and the miss exotic pageant calendar for 2021 but it's when you get up close and personal with her by the stage that she completely wins you over get ready to swoon and sway to the greatness that is the beautiful bambi wild how are you doing today
2: Hi, I'm great, thank you. How are you?
0: <laughs> I'm doing extremely well. Great. Before we get started, can you please tell everybody where they could find you online and on social media?
2: Yeah, of course. So Instagram, I have badbambywild, and that's with an E on the end, like Oscar Wilde. Also, if you're wanting more of a private account, you can find me on bambi underscore wild. Same again, E on the end of Wild. Twitter is the same, Bambi underscore wild. You can find me on OnlyFans at onlyfans.com slash Bambi wild. Uh, where else?
0: I know you haven't. Snapchat, an all- Bad Bambi oh, wild. Okay. Yeah, I'm,
2: right. I'm on Snapchat and I'm on Clapper as well as Bambi wild.
0: All right. I know you have an all my links.
2: Yes, page. You, can, you can look up allmylinks.com slash Bambi wild and that yeah. will take you to everything that I'm on, which I'm basically on everything but TikTok. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is, is there a reason why? Just Because I would imagine with all of that, it's just kind of a, a time thing.
2: No, it's because TikTok hates us.
0: Uh, that T- is true. TikTok
2: hates sex workers. They hate anything sexy. And I can't be bothered trying to make content and then create, you know, start creating followers and then have them delete me. I'm, I can't be bothered. So I any videos, I was on Clapper for quite a while. I still have that. I'm not as active as I was, but it's a lot more accepting. Mm now. yeah, Right. Yeah.
0: And it's crazy to me considering how much traffic mm-hmm. sex workers make.
2: Yeah, for sure. No, yeah. that's exactly what's happening. So yeah. it's, it's, it is starting to happen on Clapper as well. Any type of online for like any type of Online thing I remember when Instagram You could post your titties Do right. you know what I mean And then all of a sudden It got very strict So it, it It happens with every single one They start making enough money And then they They push us out Yeah But oh I do have com as well Which is actually the Yeah com. Oh okay Yeah I've got one of those as well
0: Very nice I that too Now In your opening, I list a number of career achievements. Congratulations on all of your success. But where did your journey in modeling start and what drew you to competitive feature dancing?
2: So I started as a go go dancer in a strip club in Auckland City when I was 18. Okay. Um, I was basically having to dance for nine hours, like an hour. I had to dance for 45 minutes out of every hour for okay. nine hours. So it was um, just a G-string bikini and you just worked for tips. It was a very okay. busy club. And then that club had feature showgirls, but not like the showgirls that travel around. These girls were in-house and they had rehearsals every week and mm. they performed four of them on stage all at the same time You know, in – Synchronicity. They were all together. It was a choreographed routine, and I found myself watching it. I thought it was amazing. And then there was a um, short space of time where I was upsetting the girls who were doing this on stage um, performances. There was there was not enough girls at the end of the night. It was a very busy club. We Mm. we had plenty of girls, but there were still not enough girls at the end of the night to they would have to go on stage over doing a dance and they were missing out on money. So one of the other girls came and said, she needs to get on stage, she's been here long enough. <laughs> so I went up on stage basically because I, another girl was like, I need to go for a lap dance and you've been dancing, you like, get up on stage. And so I got up on stage and at that point um, it was really terrifying, but it was also super easy. Like, I don't know, you go from being terrified of being naked to being naked and it being nothing within the space of a few weeks,
1: mm, okay,
2: yeah um so once there was a position available in that group, um I auditioned for it, and I got the part, so that's how I started as a feature, like as a showgirl okay, and that's where I learned all my discipline and you know being part of a team and all that kind of stuff really helped um, mm. with traveling because you have you do have to have a lot of discipline and You know, you've got to be reliable and all those things. So being part of a team when I was really young really helped with my work ethic in that Mm -hmm. way. The way I became a feature, like a traveling feature, Mm -hmm. that club hosted Miss Centrefold New Zealand, which was actually an Australasian-based competition, and it was sponsored by Penthouse magazine. And... So I, I won that and then went over to Australia to compete with the 12 other winners. And every one of the winners was a month in the calendar that oh, okay. was created by Penthouse. Mm. It, was a, it was a great experience. Um, part of that was being filmed the entire time. They would pick us up, um, the 12 of us, put us in a hummerzine and film us Take us to a vineyard because we're in South Australia, which mm. is really beautiful. Lots of vineyards. Get us complete. I mean, you can imagine twelve strip traveling strippers right. at a vineyard in <laughs> a Hummer zine. It was. It made great TV. Right. I was there with one other New Zealand girl, and we were lap dancing each other in the back of the Hummer. And at that point, someone from Penthouse asked us if we wanted to shoot together, mm. and we said yes. And so we ended up creating some really beautiful pictorials. And so from then on, I became a penthouse pet. Mm-hmm. And at that point, that's we started traveling together. So that's how I became a traveling feature. Wow. Yeah.
0: So I would imagine going from country to country, mm-hmm. was there a culture shock? I'm sure there's a culture shock just because of how people are societally. But I'm sure when it comes to how every country views sex work was probably like, wow, this is a learning lesson.
2: It was, it's not so different. Like New Zealand and Australia are not so different. Okay. New Zealand is a little bit more liberal, but Australia has states. So state by state, you've got to know what the rules are. Like I would go and do the Aussie sex bows, which are kind of like the exoticas here. Oh, okay. Um, we're going to do the Aussie sex bows and say, you would go to somewhere in Melbourne, which is Victoria, the state of Victoria, and you could be completely nude on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, me and my partner could we could get it on on stage. There was no oh, problems; okay. we didn't have to worry about that. You could sell actual porn. Mm. Um, but then we would go to New South Wales. There was one in Sydney, and I didn't realize until I got there. But we were not allowed to take our underwear off. We couldn't actually engage in any sexual you know there yeah. was it had to be like soft core, and all of the porn stars had to like go with that as well. so when you buy a like a porno, all of the actual x rated sex has been cut out of it, oh
0: jeez yeah,
2: <laughs> so I was like, why is this porn? I think I bought I don't know it was like cheerleaders or um pirates with Jesse Jane, oh yeah, yeah, and I got it signed and everything. I thought it was so amazing, and then I got it home and I'm like all of the actual fucking yeah. has been. <laughs> erased from this fucking tape so i've just really just got like a b-grade movie which is fine like (laughs) but yeah so um yeah that was that was one thing um and then when you come to america it's it's even more so like i believe that the only state here that is allowing full service sex workers nevada yeah yeah so it's um and even then it's not uh it's not decriminalized it's still there's still legislation it's Legalized,
1: Right. Which is
2: different. So, um, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the legal side of it I can run with. It's fine. Like, I turn up to any club and I'm like, what are the rules? Like, I was at a club last week mm-hmm. that required me to cover my whole butt. Like, I, had, I had, couldn't take actually any clothes off, really. Like, you couldn't show your titties. You couldn't show your ass. Weird. It's, yeah, it was like a... They call it a bikini bar. But see, I dance in Tampa right now as well. Mm-hmm. And if you tell me I've got to wear a bikini, like in Tampa, I can, like, you know, this much fabric. You right, know yeah. I mean? But like, yeah, no. I, so I turned up with my little Tampa bikinis. They're like, oh, no, you've got to wear these. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So it was like almost like bike shorts underneath oh, my, wow. my costume. Yeah, it was wild. So, um, yeah, you've got to just roll with it. And then, you know, state to state, even county to county, you show up and you go, what are the rules? And that's what you go with. Yeah. Um, I find that culturally, Mm -hmm. people here are a little less accepting of what we do. It depends on where – publicly, yeah, (laughs) for sure. Like, it kind of depends on where you go. But there's a lot more – there tends to be a lot more – hate towards sex workers here
1: yeah
2: yeah it's quite yeah there's a lot of sort of backhanded misogyny going on yeah yeah
1: yeah it's
2: but, i mean it's it's everywhere right it's not just america but i I've, I've found like there is there there is still that um residue of that puritanical influence yeah. oh 100%. that still lingers yeah there's control in it so. yeah for yeah. sure
0: yeah. So, for someone who has not seen you on stage, what can they expect? What are your shows like?
2: So, I try and be as varied as possible. I have probably twenty shows now that I travel with. So, wow. I, do, I do, yeah, I do my best to try and work out what type of club it is and what type of you know genre that mm. audience would prefer. Sometimes I get it wrong, but I have a very varied collection of shows. For the most part i 'm very high energy, mm-hmm. but I do draw from um burlesque okay as well so um yeah i sort of i enjoy it i I enjoy that more um the pin up style burlesque type of show, same. which not everybody goes for Yeah but um I just find it really elegant mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, I dance to a lot of rock music and a lot of edm like okay. you can't you can't just come out and do whatever you want you know you 've got to really go with the crowd and yeah. Um, so, yeah, most of my background has been in dance. You know, I, was, I studied dance. I was in dance for a long time. So I'm not a gymnast. I've been a pretty decent pole performer, but my background and my passion comes from actual dancing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like burlesque because I like the art of the tease. Yes, yeah. me too. I, I like, like the, the facial
2: features and the the personality. Mm-hmm. That's big for me. I That is one thing I'll bring to stage no matter what. Persona I'm giving you is, is personality for yeah. sure yeah
0: how much has your show changed from when you first started competitive featuring and how much have you changed how much have you learned about yourself through this process wow
2: okay so um, like I started when I was 18 mm-hmm. and I'm now 39 get out. Yeah, so I, I've done this for a while, like twenty years. Like I'm, I never would have guessed. Some of the I'm, <laughs> some of the entertainers downstairs are mm. younger than my career, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, I would say that I have definitely evolved multiple times. Mm-hmm. Really, I I really have. Like I've I think when I first come into a circuit, mm-hmm. I'm nervous about whether I'm going to be good enough or what I'm going to be able to bring to the table or how I'm going to go about it And then You know You start You feel like you're fitting in You bring something if, you, if you're coming from somewhere else You're bringing something different every time Yeah And then Yeah you evolve from there You work out what works And um, I don't know I think The way I've most evolved Is I'm a lot easier on myself Okay I've always loved stage mm-hmm. But I compare myself less to others I just go out there and be myself mm-hmm. I allow I allow that for myself Yeah, yeah.
0: I think that is something that shows that you've grown as an adult is being able to say, I'm doing this for me. Yeah. And I'm not comparing myself to other people. This is, this is what I want to do and how I want to do it. I, that's truly one of the signs of being an adult. <laughs> yeah,
2: for sure. I yeah. still have the same um, – I, I still carry the same ideal that in order to be a successful entertainer mm. – You have to bring the energy first, and I found, in the time that I've gone through hundreds of probably thousands of clubs over the in you know this course of the last twenty years, Mm -hmm. on multiple continents, and it's it's not just America. Yeah. Um, entertainers have sort of come to this idea that some people owe them something, and maybe it's not just entertainers, but I see it in this field. Yeah, it's this. Um. The fuck you pay me mentality Yes And I yeah. I don't agree with it
0: Agree Same
2: um, I think that you have to come out And you have to bring Something to the table Yeah And I've always found That that works for me mm-hmm. Um, No matter what People pay to come in They pay to be entertained And for you to come in And expect Something for nothing Yeah That's just not really Necessarily how it works Mm-hmm the, and yeah so i've I've found that um the ideas that I developed when I first started are still true, and they mm. still help me it's like yeah i I still have those principles of coming out and doing my best, and if, even if I'm just on the floor, just being friendly, asking people how they're doing, being approachable, being personable, putting myself out there, I always find that the energy comes back, yeah and i do I do think that as an- as as a performer as an in, as an entertainer or anybody in the hospitality industry, I think you've got to sort of offer that. You've mm-hmm. got to put that energy out there for it to come back to you mon- monetarily. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: absolutely. Yeah. When you came to the U.S. and you started being a competitive featured dancer here, mm-hmm. the featured dancer group, that that community, is pretty close-knit. Where there people that you became fast friends with, or were there people that helped you through the process of kind of learning the ropes, especially competitively?
2: So there was um, a handful of people that were not necessarily that happy that I was here. Okay. Um, I competed in uh, a Miss Nude USA pageant, which was going to help me. Um, it, it had been opened to um, performers from overseas, And it would have helped me get my visa. Um, So, it's like a work visa. So I came over as a competitor. Mm. And um, it was fine until I got to the finals. And then all of a sudden, there was a very small percentage Mm. of entertainers who were like, well, she's not even an American. So what is she doing? Um, But, I mean, I didn't make the rules. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. There was a little bit of, like, contention there. Um, For the most part, everybody's really supportive I've I found like the further um along in this the more successful I become. Everybody at the top is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. They are. They're really supportive and really sweet. And for yeah. the most part I've I've you know, I've I've met so many women that are really amazing mm. and um they put their whole heart and soul into what they're doing. Yeah and they're wonderful people. Yeah. So yeah, I've I've found that uh, yeah, I've made some amazing friends here mm. and um yeah it's there's a like a small percentage of people that um, I just it comes off as jealous but I don't even know that it is I think it's something more to do with what they've got going on Agreed. with themselves yeah yeah. so I I mean no I've for the most part the feature entertainer circuit is um, full of really beautiful talented supportive women yeah it's yeah they're yeah, they're wonderful. Yeah. They're all really close to me. I mm. love them. Yeah. And, they've yeah, they've really accepted me and I love them. And, I yes, there's some phenomenal entertainers out there.
0: Mm. Yeah. What a name drop?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, I, could, <laughs> I, could say, I uh, there's too many. Like, I'm, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I love, you know, Ms. Parker, Michelle Lynn. Obviously, Ms. Parker just won um, Feature Entertainer of the Year. Michelle um, Lynn. Michelle won... Yeah. EDI champion. yeah Yeah, so she's an amazing... Both of them are amazing. I love them to pieces. My best friend is Raven Carly. Mm. Um, yeah, she's a phenomenal pole aerialist. Um, fucking sexy as fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, and her and um, Raven... Uh, mm. Sorry, her and Molly have created their own um, podcast and everything. They're doing Feature Creatures. They're working on stuff. It's just... Oh, cool. All about the entertainers in the industry supporting mm. each other, which I really like. Yeah. Um, my duo partner, obviously... Lauren Lotus Like Mm. this is how I got into the business Was um, as a duo And um, I couldn't bring my duo partner From Australia with me But Mm. um, I've got a beautiful blonde bombshell Of a duo partner now Yeah, Lauren Lotus Mm. She's been doing this for a couple of years Uh, She's a playmate So yeah, we work really well together We have a lot of sexual chemistry And she's just She's a fantastic person
0: yeah. I'm glad you brought that because that, she was actually a question later on in the interview. So yeah, knock yeah. that one out. That worked perfectly. Now, being from New Zealand, you are obviously an incredibly stunning woman, but combined with the accent, I mean, you're a force <laughs> of nature. How quickly did you realize the power that that combination had, especially in the U.S.? I'm sure you could get away with a lot when you really turn on the charm.
2: I'll be honest, I've gotten out of a lot of tickets. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Of course. Yes. Um, (laughs) It's great. It's made my job a lot easier. Mm. Really, like the accent helps me get everything over the edge. Like you've got to have you still got to have personality. I know that my accent would be great. right? But if I wasn't then a nice person if i didn't then carry it on you know and bring something else to the table then it would be like oh she's hot and her accent is great but yeah right. but um yeah people usually are like oh my god but your accent just takes it over the top which is great it does it definitely it makes my life easier and if i'm going to talk to people it's a great top of conversation because they can immediately go where are you from right yeah, so it's, it's good in that way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and there's not a lot of Kiwis here that you don't run into a lot. True. Unless you're in like L.A. or somewhere like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah. I get to be unique.
0: Yeah. Now, of course, when it comes to being a feature dancer, travel is the name of the game. You're in Pittsburgh this weekend. Yes. You're in Manhattan with your duo, I believe.
2: Yes, yes. Uh
0: coming up and then Green Bay, Wisconsin, Tampa, Florida. I'm sure you're used to all of this traveling, but what challenges come with being on the road so much for your job? And one of them I would imagine is weather just because Right. You know, be, maybe being from New Zealand, you like the warmer weather. And um, right. sometimes it's not warm where you go.
2: Well, before I lived in Florida, I lived in the Midwest. And so I did deal with um, four and a half years of, um, okay. of Midwest winters, um, which were pretty brutal. But yeah. I mean, I got through it. I learned how to drive in the ice and all that kind of stuff. Um, I hate flying. Mm-hmm. It's not the flying that I hate, it's the airports. And yes. the delays And yeah. yeah All of that kind of stuff um, I do my very best To drive to whatever bookings I can Oh okay um, But sometimes it's not doable Obviously I'm not going to be Driving to New York um, Next week from uh, from Florida Right So um, yeah it's, <laughs> I feel really grateful To be able to do what I do I love traveling I love that I'm Getting to see a country That I'm not from Experience all the different places Because America is so big that it has different... It's almost like it has different nations within itself. Do you know what I mean? You go from the East Coast to the West Coast, you go down South, you go up North, and everybody's different. It's like their own little countries, Mm. you know? It's very different. And I I really like that. And I am grateful to be able to experience it. I have been on the road currently for probably about eight weeks. Oh, wow. And so I've got another few weeks before I get a break. Mm. Um, It's... (sighs) It can be a little bit too much, and but that's my own fault. Like, I could have definitely said, no, I'm not doing this booking. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I could have taken, you know, like a week off every month or something like that, which is something I'm probably going to have to look into doing because, mm. yeah, you can't stay on the road always, yeah. forever.
0: Yeah. Mm. That actually leads me perfectly into the next question. You know, being a successful model, dancer, mm-hmm. businesswoman, and more, your time can get stretched thin. How do you unplug from the world or handle self-care when you are the product?
2: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's slowly coming to me, but at the same time, like, I, I have... Uh, the type of work drive that definitely pushes me to the point where I'm working probably more than I should, yeah, so um I have beautiful property in Florida now, um which I'm working on it's um very rural um it's gonna be my stripper sanctuary <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'm building I'm building a studio there and it's gonna be available to other entertainers and models to come and shoot. Oh, cool. Um, it's just kind of a passion project. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'm working towards that, um, I mean, might generate some income at some point, but it's really about um, just creating my my happy place. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's a way for me to, um, when I go home, I do really definitely feel like I'm going home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's
0: nice. Are you good at home repairs, or do you uh, hire out?
2: I'm pretty good at it. I mean, you can't do everything by yourself. Right. But, you know, I know a few really great, um,
0: yeah,
2: great tradies, Mm -hmm. as we call them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You've been a penthouse model as well as a Playboy Playmate in the July 2020 Croatia Mm -hmm. edition. What is it like to see yourself on the covers and pages of such... Iconic brands.
2: Um, the f- <laughs> the first time I was on the cover of a magazine, mm. I remember being so happy. Like it was a it was a goal that I'd knocked out, and I remember being so interested and so like clinical on like all of the pictures and everything. And I went through it, and I agonized over all of my answers and my interviews and everything. And now that I've done it For as long as I've done it I'm like That's really nice It's still nice That I've I, I mean it's amazing That I can still Be able to do this But yeah. at the same time I'm like Yeah the pictures look great And it's It's beautiful And I'm proud of it
1: mm-hmm.
2: It's not the same um, Like Oh my god You know it's, right. It doesn't have that same obsession That it did at the start And But I actually think that's good mm-hmm. It's um, It's uh, It's great it's yeah. really cool. It's really cool that I can look back and I've said, you know, that I've done all of these things. Um, but at the same time, it sort of hasn't. Um, it, it hasn't sort of inflated my ego or anything mm. like that. Do you okay. know what I mean? It's yeah. yeah. The longer that I do it, the more I'm grateful for it. But the less I'm like, this is so great. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's how do I? I don't know how to explain it. It I, I doesn't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It doesn't drive you. Yeah, and appreciate. I
2: love doing it. Like, I love, I will love shooting forever. Like, Mm. that's the experience that I like. And that was the part that used to make me really nervous. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, going in for a shoot used to stress me out. And as you learn, how to pose and you know what you're in for you know you're in for a few hours and you know that your back is going to hurt you know it's it's a you know the twisting and the back arching you got to see your butt and your boobs at the same time and all of that kind of stuff while still making your face look sexy it's actually there's a lot more to it than people realize that was the part that i had to work really hard at Mm. um when i first started doing it and so yeah when i would get the pictures that was the that was the goal for me was to get the magazine and see it The final product. Yeah. That was it. And now I actually enjoy the process a lot more. Mm -hmm. I enjoy going to shoot. Yeah. Have a good time. Yeah.
0: When it comes to this soon-to-be stripper sanctuary. Right. Are you going to hang up all of these magazines and stuff on the wall to kind of celebrate what you've done? Do you collect it?
2: I have some of my... I have some for memorabilia Yeah Like there's some things That like I'll never be able to get again Um, Like the first time I was in Playboy I was in Playboy New Zealand And I kept that And I was very proud of that Those pictures are Absolutely beautiful We shot in Miami And it was the first time That I'd been Like in a Playboy And so it was You know I've definitely got that copy Mm -hmm. Um I've got my first penthouse with me and Astra Mays getting it on, you know, okay. the first two. Yeah, I've got that. And I've got – obviously, I've got the ED copy mm-hmm. with me and Lauren together on the cover. That was – yeah, that's great. I've kept that. But I've been in so many publications yeah. throughout the years that I I couldn't collect them all. Yeah. I'm sure. Or, and yeah. I've traveled so much that, you know, you just – that type of stuff after a while, you're like, oh, I can't, you know – I'll put it online and be like, "Does anybody want this?" And somebody always does. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, no, I don't. I I haven't collected everything, and but yeah, there are some pictures that I really, really like that Mm -hmm. I love, um, that I've loved throughout the years that I will um, definitely print and put on the walls for sure.
0: Yeah. I got a couple things for you to sign. Speaking up.
2: okay, cool, yeah. Well, I've got some. I've definitely oh. got some more promo. Of course, I've got oh, merchandise, so I'll, I'll bring you a poster. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Okay.
0: I have the calendar that I mentioned. Okay, the yeah. Miss exotic calendar and the peeled the documentary card. With oh yeah, the it. game. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: The trading card. Yeah. Yeah. They're cool.
0: Uh, you also have. And OnlyFans, as you mentioned, what are you creating for people that subscribe to it?
2: Um, so I'm a strictly girl-on-girl girl, um, or self-love performer. I know some people get really aggravated when I tell them that I don't do boy-girl. I mm. do not. I do use a lot of toys. Some of them are quite realistic. But yeah, don't don't go on there if you're expecting any boy-girl content. I, I work with a few of my friends to create some great girl love for you if that's what you're into um i do a lot of nude photography so there's a lot of naked yeah there's so much content um and there's basically the whole back catalog on there um from when i first started modeling Mm -hmm. to all the way up to now so there's plenty of content in that way if you like nude photos um you're interested in boudoir and all that kind of stuff but yeah i do do explicit but just with the girls
0: yeah yeah (laughs) What made you decide to take that career path? Is it just this continuation of expression and creativity, or was this maybe something that you, the seed was planted a while ago and you finally had the opportunity to make it happen?
2: Are you talking about like OnlyFans, like online? Uh, yeah, camming? doing
0: girl girl content. Oh,
2: I've always liked girl on girl. Like, I've, I've that's that's something that was part of um, the job and. When I first started in Auckland, was some of the shows were choreographed and then some of them were girl on girl. This club was amazing. It had like no a kidding. like a bathtub in the middle that would come out of the stage. So yeah, two girls would wow. get in the bath and do all kinds of stuff. It was it was a very it was honestly I've never seen another club like this club and it was mm-hmm. the first club I ever started. They had pyrotechnics. They had a revolving stage. They had automatic curtains and all kinds of toys to play with. Wow. Yeah. So. um I have done girl on girl from the start, okay. and I find that it's always a crowd pleaser. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> and I, I, I myself am myself and bisexual. Like, okay. don't think I don't think I don't like boys. I do very much, but <laughs> I just like my boys in private. Um, and women, you know, can be a bit more open about it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's cool.
0: <laughs> because you have not met me before. You are unaware of this, but one thing that I enjoy doing is combing through people's social media and (laughs) asking them questions about posts that they have made. Are you willing to answer a couple of questions? Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The first one, you wrote, my patience is going to wear out well before my face does. (laughs) Now, (laughs) uh, I'm sure traveling and performing has taught you a lot of patience. What other good life lessons has this occupation taught you?
2: Life lessons? Yes. Um, well, it's kind of to do with that post, really. Like, I've been made to feel throughout, you know, in my 20s, men would make me feel like there was some sort of um, expiration date on my value in okay. society you know what I mean yeah um i'm you're not going to be able to do this for so, for that long because you're not going to be hot anymore nobody's going to find you interesting all that kind of stuff and i found that um as i get older that that was complete bullshit uh, because, 100% because at this point now like i've got a whole another generation of guys who are really into milfs and cougars yep yep <laughs> so it's i yeah i've I, it's Way more than i expected um yeah i've been i've been made to feel like i've let people make me feel really bad about myself, not necessarily really bad about myself, but just you know give you that insecurity, yeah because they're feeling insecure they they need to make somebody else feel bad about themselves so um i've kind of let go of that mm-hmm. as you as you get older, and this job has definitely taught me that yeah yeah this this job is um you have to have quite tough skin, but at the same time you meet the some of the best people in this job as well They're yeah. super nice like just amazing yeah this this type of this type of industry attracts all types of people
0: yeah yeah and you become very good at reading them very quickly right yeah, yeah. yeah. cuz yeah, i sure. i've been podcasting for 9 years i've been doing interviews for 7 of them yeah. coming to clubs for forever and within Ten seconds, I, yeah. I know exactly what i 'm getting, but i and I will agree with you, some of my best friends and some of the best people i've ever met have been been in sex work it's been yeah, yeah, I yeah. can agree with you
2: but not just the not just the entertainers, not just the people that work in the industry i'm talking right. about the people that come in here. it attracts all types of people,
0: yeah oh, for yeah. sure,
2: the best and the worst
0: yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure that through you traveling as much as you have. Mm-hmm. And going to the same cities, you know, year mm-hmm. over year, you're you're meeting people mm-hmm. year over year and building these bonds. Be it people in the clubs that work there or fans. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
2: Yeah, and no, I'm really grateful for all of the connections that I've made. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's actually really lovely.
0: Your next post, you wrote. Well, I, actually, let me let me. Uh,
2: oh God! Okay. Let, let, right.
0: <laughs> Let let me set the stage. So the picture that you put with this, uh, you are in a Barbie pink fishnet-like dress mm-hmm. with nothing on underneath, and you wrote, come on, Barbie, let's go to the private room so <laughs> I can cry on your tits. That <laughs> oh, is that's a,
2: definitely, yeah. That, that's
0: a great play on that song, Yeah, by the way. Yeah. Um, But it does lead me to a couple questions.
2: Many times. It's happened many times.
0: (laughs) So uh, They're
2: they're large and soft and squishy and comforting, and and I just tend to draw. I can draw that out of people if they need it. And and they just cry. Sometimes. Right on them. Yes.
0: That's magical. It can be very cathartic. (laughs) I'm I'm learning this. (laughs) Now, have you ever had anyone uh, pass out? Have you ever had anyone yes. Oh, really?
2: Yes, but I don't think that was my fault.
0: No. I think that was well, probably my, what
2: they'd been doing before they came into the room.
0: You, you weren't the big. I don't think I was the of it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I
2: don't think I was the reason for that. I, yeah,
0: it's hard to say. I, um. I mean, if they're gonna cry, there. <laughs> so. I think they
2: needed to. Dude, yeah. I don't <laughs> think I make people cry. Don't give me that wrong. Like I've never made somebody cry in a dance. I feel like. I allowed them to feel comfortable enough to okay. be able to, and I offered my bosom as a p- pillow, oh, as, as a comforter.
0: That is very sweet of you. <laughs> so you know when you're on stage and I'm sitting there, I'm going to pretend to cry, right? Sure. Don't make eye contact with me. Because <laughs> I <will. laughs> Have you ever had anyone, uh, as I put this in heavy quotes, uh, during you know, either a private... Room or a lap dance um, not be able to handle your hotness like
2: oh like they came in their pants yes 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 multiple
0: times (laughs) I'm sure that's almost that has to be flattering it has to it's weird but flattering um
2: it depends on whether you get the wet patch on you or not to be fair because that's not that's not great yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and it depends on how they react afterwards.
0: Oh, I never thought about because that. Because some
2: some people react kind of they feel guilty and they need to get out really fast, okay. and then other people are kind of obnoxious about it. So, what
0: well, do they yeah. like? Ta da! Like, yeah, uh, like I'm
2: supposed to be like grateful. Yeah, it's it's strange. <laughs> like the 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 whole idea that you're supposed to get a lap dance. For that, it's They haven't quite got the right idea. But I've, I've had some inexperienced, mostly younger guys get, oh, okay. get dances. And they're not expecting that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But they get overexcited. Hmm. And then they're mostly absolutely mortified. Yeah. And have to leave very quickly.
0: That's why I wear three pair of underwear into a club. <laughs> Good plan. <laughs> yes. I'm always thinking. So the last post I'd like to ask you about something similar to what we talked about in the beginning you wrote I'm so sick of the hypocrisy entrenched in society and therefore social media Mm -hmm. completely shadow banned across meta and my last post I was wearing a sundress and talking about an experience at a club fuck their algorithm this is my last place really to communicate with you all and you were talking about X or Twitter right and it's crazy you said that. Was I talking
2: about Twitter? I think uh, I was talking about Instagram. Meta.
0: Oh. Meta, Meta right, is Facebook.
2: Meta is Facebook and Instagram. But if I was talking on Twitter, it was because correct. I was able. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you can say more generally on Twitter. So For sure. Yeah.
0: And it's got to be weird because you have a bigger following on yes. Instagram compared yes. to Twitter. And
2: they don't. I get more, way more um, likes and comments if it's a. Obviously, if it's a sexy pick, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, that's not what they're trying to promote. It doesn't make sense. But if I try and go another route with like more wholesome content or just like travel pics or, you know, like I can be like, oh, I'm on my way or gym pics or anything like that, it doesn't get the likes. Right. So the stuff that people want to see is. You know, it's sexy and salacious and funny a lot of the time. Yeah. But mostly adult content within reason. And that is the reason that if you try and look me up, you have to type in my entire, like, tag. Otherwise, right. I won't come up. My There are catfish accounts and fake accounts of me that will come up before Bad Bambi Wild mm. comes up. It's ridiculous. And sometimes it gets to the point where, yeah, you, you have a few weeks ago, you've had, like, a few thousand people see... Post and then later on, you've been shadow banned and you get a hundred,
0: right? Which is just ridiculous, yeah. And it's got to be tough because you let me say this you are great at posting on social media because when it comes to feature dancing, it's because you're traveling so much, it's difficult to post. But you are. It's excellent an imperative in
2: part of it. Yeah. Like if anybody's like wanting to get into um, feature entertaining, that's one of the first things I do say to them is get a handle on your social media because that's how people find you. Yeah. Yeah, it's really really important. Which is why it's really irritating because I've managed to, I stay within those boundaries and I obey all of the rules. Mm. And even then, still, it's you still get picked up for. Stupid shit, yeah, and then I look at these enormous accounts and their influences. They have only fans, they have all of that stuff, but right. they don't work in strip clubs, they have millions of followers, they're posting the exact same content that we are, but they're not considered sex workers, right, therefore it's fine, yeah yeah, and they amass these huge followers, and they never get banned for anything yeah yeah,
0: it's crazy, yeah, it's stupid, but you have learned the patience that you need through your job to handle it. I I can't handle it and I don't have nearly the following. (laughs) So I give you a ton of credit. So my last question for you, what does the future hold for you? Are you going to do any conventions? I'm sure it's a lot of future dancing engagements, travel. What's the rest of the year have for you?
2: So I'm fully booked um, all the way through to December. And then December, I am going to be spending more time in Florida building um, Casa de Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, just working on um, my home business, um, getting that studio going, booking some shoots and that type of stuff. I'll be doing, yeah, working on my content and all that kind of stuff all throughout um, December. But I'm fully booked until then. I'm, wow. in different, yeah, I'm in a different state. All the way through October, November, um, I've got a booking Mm. yeah the whole way through um next year twenty twenty four will be the last time to catch me on tour through yep twenty twenty four is gonna be my last um full time feature okay. year so yeah anybody that wants to book me or anybody wants to come see me um yeah twenty twenty four is gonna be the last year that i'm touring as a feature mm. um but yeah so i'm i'm planning for that and getting my businesses
0: you know sorted
2: and yeah yeah. I've got my fingers in different pies.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, a- a- but it's sad because I've enjoyed this so much. I want to see you all the time, and i want only get to see you one more time. It's well, not,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm, I, this club has been amazing to me. They treat me so well. Yeah. Um, everybody, the entertainers are wonderful. Um, the people taking care of me are wonderful. The lady who brought me my food was wonderful. Like, everybody is great. I had a great time last night. I'm sure I'm going to have another amazing time tonight. So um, hopefully I get to come back at least one more time yes. next year. And yeah, we can, we can catch up.
0: Absolutely. An absolute pleasure to meet you. I was hoping that you would be this when I set up this interview. And you were more than I expected. I can't wait to see oh, you lovely. on stage. And an absolute pleasure.
2: Thank you. I'm sure it's not just my accent.
0: You yeah. are the complete package. <laughs> so but it's a part of it.
2: <laughs> okay, all right, I get it. All right. Thank you so much. You're
0: so one more time before I let you go, could you please tell everybody where to find you?
2: Yeah, all mylinks.com slash Bambiwild is gonna be the easiest way for you to do it. But I am on Twitter, Bambi underscore wild. That's an E on the end of Wild. Bad Bambi Wild or Bambi underscore wild at Instagram, Bambi Wild on Facebook, Clapper. Bambi Wild yeah I think that's covers it oh OnlyFans I have two OnlyFans I have an me account I have a Fansly account but yes. all you have to do is look up Bambi Wild and it's Bambi with no E I know some people try and do the put the E on the end but it's just the E on the end of Wild mm. yeah
0: can't wait to see you on stage and uh, once again thank you very much for being on
2: thank you